Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. Very excited to be speaking to Vivian Natel. She's a modern-day mystic and the author of Becoming the Light, Realize Your True Enlightened Nature. Today, we talk about spiritualness and how we can step into our full potential and learn how to transform our story and overcome the obstacles that we've had in our life. She talks about how to to tap into the divine within us, access boundless joy, love, unlimited strength, and inner power. Not only are these techniques easy to master, in her opinion, but their benefits increase every time we practice. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Vivian, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So if you can, go ahead and tell us about yourself and all the great work that you're doing. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, I see. You want to, I introduce myself. Well, I go by Davy. I'm a spiritual guide, mystic and yogini and vocalist, humanitarian, animal advocate, speaker. I, I do many things because they're all interconnected. And uh, I wrote uh, this book. Uh, a major book entitled Becoming the Light Realize Your True Enlightened Nature and uh, it took 10 years to bring it to the world because I had to live it and it's a tremendous epic journey that even though it's very very personal, intimate but it is incredibly universal and it's about walking from on truth to truth and darkness to light, ignorance to enlightenment. So that has been my journey. And my work is about helping people to awaken through their true ultimate nature, to realize that there's this magnificent um, treasure waiting inside of you. And it's really about empowering and not just women, but everyone but on the spiritual level energetic level and a lot of people don't know what they have inside and the incredible immense inner power that we have um, how we can go and have the most fulfilling extraordinary phenomenal life on this planet while we're here and how we can all contribute and help each other raise consciousness and help the animals and mother earth and and that's a phenomenal journey. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's, what I've been, that's what I've been doing. I'm a yogini, so I didn't mention. And uh, uh, I don't know, did you get a chance? Did you receive my book? Did you get a chance to look at it? I actually don't think I got that. Um, I've done some great research on you and your website, but that I never did get the book unless I missed that. But I will definitely check it off air and, and see oh. if it came to me. Um, I'd love to ask you, though, 
Um, obviously, we're going to have a very open and transparent conversation, but I'd love to just learn about how you got into this field and um, step, you know, stepped and are still stepping into the wisdom that you have now and this tapping into your true potential and, and harnessing your power. Um, how did this happen for you and bring you to where you are today? That's a beautiful question, Nada. It's a big question, and I that would take uh, <laughs> that would take an hour to explain in that. But uh, before I just mention just a little bit because we're just going to scratch a little bit. Is um, I just want to say ultimately when you ask me to introduce myself, who I am, you know, it it it's boundless, and I'm just an instrument of grace. So ultimately, that's what is my work. Mm. So. To answer your second question is how it all happened. Well, it just happened because I came in this world. <laughs> and when I was a little girl, I was asking those big fundamental questions about who am I, why am I here, what am I doing here. And I was a deep longing. I was a sincere seeker. I wanted to know the truth, what was beyond the blue sky. And that's how it started. And uh, I knew there was something very different about my being. And um, and I was determined to, even though at the time I didn't know, I was, I was a little girl. And so many things happened in my life, major big tragedy. And uh, I ended up attempted attempting to commit suicide when I was in my, my early 30s. It's a very long story because I suffer from a very severe depression and anxiety attack and uh, it led me to um, you know a suicide attempt which was very mystical and powerful when I attempted to commit suicide I felt a divine presence that came over and uh, they found they found me in a coma five days later. I was excruciating to death. I was blue, and I was reanimated. And when I was evaluated by the, psych the psychiatrist, he said, "I can see you know you're normal." You know, I told him I just wanted to go home. I I didn't want to be in this world. I didn't feel like I belonged there. So that was the beginning of my awakening. And while I was at the hospital there in recovery, that same divine presence came and I felt completely reanimated with life force energy because I was so desperately hopeless and helpless. I couldn't function. I was in such a state like in the darkness of the soul. And it's a miracle I'm here today, Nada. And, and I, I really feel like I stay because I have something to share that is I'm here to, to tell. Mm. And so one thing, one thing led to the other, and then later on I was hit with major uh, advanced cancer. Uh, there was many things that I had uh, several uh, um, near-death experience, you know, which happened with a, a plane crash, Alaska Airline involvement, which I tell the whole story in Becoming the Light, which has just brought, you know, completely with remove and pierce the veil you know there's a veil in the Yubik tradition we, there's a specific name for it but I won't go into details and that bubble just exploded and it just broke through so many boundaries and limitation and, and there was a new awareness that was born and um, 
And then I was hit with advanced breast cancer after that, which I had premonition because I'm extremely intuitive. And with the plane crash was the same thing. There was another uh, precognition, a premonition. And uh, advanced cancer, I won't tell you the whole story because it will take an hour Also, it's all in my book. I almost died of an epileptic shock reaction to the chemotherapy. There was another miracle that I'm here today and that I survived that in the miracle. Something really mystical happened there with, uh, with Jesus Christ. It sounds religious, but it's not on a religious level. It's on the energetic level. And um, I've been working with the Ascended Master for, for quite some time now. So I'm giving you a long answer, but even though it's short, considering the material of what I've gone through in this life. So I was already in a spiritual path. I, when I moved here to California, uh, my spiritual master came. And like they say, you know, in the yoga tradition, um, in the path of self-realization, which means the same thing, enlightenment, when the student is ready, the master comes. And that's how it all happened. And we have the deep longing inside to know that you're not just bone and, and mind and flesh. There's, there's this deep longing of wanting to know. So that's how it all happened. And, and it's just when you have a taste of of what is the source of what is our creator when you you taste the bliss of of the true ultimate nature you just want more it, it, and and that's how it unfolded okay i just want to because you said a lot there that that's very interesting but i just want to take a step back and i heard that you've gone through a lot of adversity thus far in your life but did you mention that you also went through a plane crash? You survived a plane crash with Alaska Airlines? No, no, I was not in the plane. Okay. No, I didn't tell the story. No. We were, there was two flights from San Francisco to Puerto Vallarta. Because that's why, like I said, there is a lot of story in my book. There are major events, tragic events in my life, but where I was... There were spiritual, powerful, phenomenal spiritual process, which um, just uh, <clears throat> bring uh, the attainment of enlightenment. Mm. Now, this happened when we were on vacation. I was with my ex-husband. We were booked on, I believe it was 258. That was the flight that crashed. Mm. I yeah. And within an hour and a half, the second flight was 261. So towards the end of our vacation, he asked me if I wanted to stay longer, I, just for an hour and a half difference. You know, you would think, you know, why would you go through the trouble of changing your flight? And I said, yes, I wanted to see the sunset. And while we were on that day when we left on the way to go to the airport in the taxi, I was feeling this energy in my solar plexus and I felt like something, I had a premonition, something very tragic was going to happen, but I didn't dare to say anything. Mm. And 
and I visualized a light around. I almost didn't get on the plane at the, uh, because it was so strong, but I couldn't comprehend what was going on. And I don't have fear of flying. It was not fear. I really learned to discern between fear and and what I was experiencing. And so I meditated on the plane and I was visually seeing a light, and, but I was feeling an intense energy. And when we arrived in San Francisco, it took some time before we landed the plane it was going over and over around the airport on the sky and we landed and when, as we were landing the captain announced us that the fly prior to us I believe it was 258 that was lost he just said it was lost in the sky he didn't say crash he didn't say anything and, and I, I was shocked I was in such a state of shock. I even went to talk to him when we uh, embarked. And that flight had mainly <clears throat> employees and family of employees of Alaska Airlines. And it was the, the first airplane in the history of aviation that a plane actually fell off the sky. And so I asked, what do you mean the plane is lost and it was very somber it's, it's lost so I didn't it did not I couldn't grasp the reality because what I was at experience and the fact we were booked on that flight and when we went through the custom it was somber everyone was so quiet silence a woman called her mom and um, she turned and looked at me and whispered looking at me she was very close. She said the plane crashed in the Pacific Ocean, all the passengers perished. When she said that, this was there was something metaphysical that occurred within my being because we were supposed to be on that flight. And as a matter of fact, we had dear friends who were waiting for us on the other side at the airport who we were not expecting anyone, but it was all over the news and they thought that we were on that flight. And so when we crossed through the uh, costume and they came running, hugging us, and we were the first people to come out, and all of a sudden I had a scroll of journalists, TV, and they interviewed me. And so it was intense, and I felt like I had felt the energy of those being in transition when they passed on. That's why it was very, very intense. But the, the point of the story is it was, um, there was, there was a huge expansion of consciousness there for, for my being. Mm. And there was uh, this veil that I was talking about was broken with pierced. And it was, um, it was a new, deep consciousness and awareness of, of my true nature, of who we are. We could say divinity or divine. We, call it, we can call it by anything, but ultimately it's our true, our true nature because we're not just human. <laughs> we're having an experience as human, but uh, we are so beyond that because when we arise, when we realize that our true uh, nature it's like a wave which is a unique wave you know each wave is unique but they all look the same right and when they arise they come 
they come and manifest, you know, in the physical realm. But a wave is never independent or separate from the ocean. A wave cannot exist without being the ocean. So when you realize that, you realize you're the ocean. It's the same thing spiritually when you realize you're divine, that we're not. We're so beyond just human. The potential of who we are is phenomenal, you know? Mm. There's, there's no separation of who we are. We are ultimately, you know, part of that source. And, and would you rather be a separate wave? I mean, you can't be disconnected from the ocean because the, the wave would not exist without it. So this is the realization of enlightenment. And it's, it's not something intellectual. It's something um, very deep. And there's, you know, there's a whole process also to purify all the accumulation, the limitation, the boundaries that we have set ourselves into little boxes. And on the path of self-realization, you know, the yoga tradition is a science. It's very powerful, you know, meditation, and ancient yoga practice, especially Kriya. Kriya, which means complete action. A Kriya is done through pranayama with breath, working with the breath. Within the breath, it's like everything is made out of energy. So there's the prana, you know, and I talk about that in depth towards the second part of my book about the yoga tradition and the spiritual knowledge and how one can really come out of the box and the self-replicated box that most people are not aware of, especially women in particular, because we women throughout history, when you look at, you know, we have been dominated and concur and ruled by patriarchal society and I mean if you look back in the Middle Ages where they have done with the high priestess who were extremely evolved when they had spiritual uh, power you know CDs what we call in the yoga tradition they burned them they burned them I mean I'm sure you heard about that through the Middle Ages what, what they have done because Matriarchal society existed way back in the Neolithic time, and they lived in Armenia. So the divine feminine energy has been really suppressed for many hundreds, hundreds of years. And that's why we see so much destruction today. And we see so much conquering. Because power is not about conquering. It's not about dominating. True power, inner power, is about embracing everyone as oneself. Mm. I would agree with that last line completely. Um, that is absolutely true, that true power is embracing oneself and, and others. And unfortunately, we're not, um, as a society, we're not there yet, which is, which is incredibly unfortunate. But we can start within ourselves, which I know is something that you do all the time, is, is help others find their power. I'd love to just ask you, uh, before we jump into our power section, is there one technique or one practice that you can quickly tell us that can help us begin this journey of harnessing our individual power? Well, I can't really teach any technique, you know, just by talking. First of all, there is initiation in spiritual 
realm of the path of, of self-realization, they are initiation, and that needs to be done in person with a set guru. And I talk about that in depth. But what I could say, you could start practicing mindfulness now, and that's a very important practice that it's easy and, and it's necessary. Um, to practice mindfulness, to go about life and to become more aware and mindful of your words, your thoughts, your action. And that is a quick tip that I can give. Um, and how to do it is, it's a little bit of a process, you, you know. But the yogic practices are incredibly powerful. And like I said, it, that needs to be done in, in programs, in initiation, and, um, and everyone has a different journey. What I would recommend, if you're not on the spiritual path, I highly, highly recommend that you embark on the spiritual path. You go out and explore and be initiated into some um, powerful ancient yoga practices and meditation. I feel like it's crucial for every human being to allow at least one hour a day or at least 20 minutes a day to half an hour to take some time to meditate and have some kind of uh, practice, especially involving pranayama, you know, breathing exercise. Because breathing, breath is not just breathing to stay alive and um, it's beyond that. And I explain in depth in my book what it is and when I talk about Shakti. Are you familiar with some of those terms? Um, I'm familiar with um, more on the basic level. Um, I do a lot of meditation and yoga, but um, I'm not I'm not advanced, and I'm definitely not excelled yet. Yeah, that's okay. I'm perfectly all right. And my 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 guidance would be is go deeper, look into. First of all, I I would highly recommend to read my book because not only it's incredibly inspiring and uplifting and also empowering and insightful from many who have read it so far who have told me and they cannot put it down. That will definitely give you a lot of insight and tips on how to go about how I can empower myself more because ultimately we empower ourselves. Mm. Nobody Nobody can do it for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you've got to do it for yourself. And it requires patience, self-perseverance, and determination. And an incredible openness and receptivity. And we women were blessed um, because probably because of our gender, we, um, it's natural in us. We tend to be more open, more receptive. And that's, those are beautiful gifts. And so I would say go out and explore and see, find a spiritual teacher and find a sad guru, which I explained in that, what is a sad guru in my book and the journey I've had will inspire you so much you you won't believe it mm, absolutely vivian it's been really a pleasure speaking with you today i would love to jump into the power section of the interview and start by asking you what's one book that you've read that you would recommend to us well that's that question i love it and i don't read 
very little being a mystic mystic we don't read because we contemplate the truth uh, directly without any alteration from uh, this physical world so but I would say while I was at my university I took a a class on Eastern philosophy because I was always fascinated. Uh, I was attracted, not fascinated, I was attracted by it. And then as the final paper essay, we had to read the Bhagavad Gita. And the Bhagavad Gita is an epic that dates, it comes from the rich tradition of uh, the Yukik tradition. It dates for, I don't know how many thousands of years. Have you read, have you read, not read, have you heard of the Bhagavad Gita? I have not. Okay, it doesn't matter, it's okay. And it's it's a sacred text, and it's an epic, it's a story. And so that had a deep impact, and I will say why it did. And, and I wrote an essay on it. I would not have read it if it was not because of that, that, that course that I was in at the time. But it's the story of Krishna, how he's facing to go to battle. And that he doesn't want to go fight. That's the story. And he doesn't want to go fight. And he's been given, uh, not Krishna, excuse me, Arjuna. Uh, Arjuna is a king, is a prince, and he has to go fight. And then he consults with Krishna. It's a very beautiful story. It's very also inspiring. And he doesn't want to go fight the other side. So he's been offered, Arjuna, he's been offered by Krishna, a full army, to go on the battlefield. And he said, you can either have this huge army of hundreds of thousands soldiers, or you could have me on your side. And the bottom line of the story is that Arjuna chose to be with Krishna, Krishna, which was a divine incarnation, uh, you know, of divinity. And so that resonated so deep inside of me because when I went through my journey with cancer, I was my own inner battle. Because the, this is an allegory. You have to understand an allegory is like, it, there's, it's a lot of symbolism in it. And so for me, I I realized that I needed God on my side. That was the way I fought cancer. That's the way I went through life with my own inner battle that I had to find divinity within myself. Mm, uh, absolutely. And uh, Vivian, what is one value that you've constantly stuck by throughout your life that's a non-negotiable? Uh, integrity is the most important thing because when you have integrity, you have everything. All the other value comes, compassion, everything, honesty, sincerity, everything comes. Mm-hmm. Living one's life with a lot of integrity is also a pure life of love because um, you're 100% there. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget here on Rise Up For You. What would your golden nugget be? There are several things. Just go discover your inner power. You know, don't wait for other people to give it to you. You have it because you are sitting on this empowering, beautiful, magnificent 
ultimate nature that you have, and that needs to be awakened. And I discuss that in depth, how that needs to be done, mm. and uh, the path of self-realization. Because when you self-realize, you don't need anything else. Everything happens naturally. You discover your own you know, your gifts, your talents. You, you have so much power to... But again, I go back to that power we were talking before, helping the world and be the best you can be. It's about tapping into you, your, your full human potential. And, um, and also to listen, you learn how to listen to your intuition and your voice inside. And that was a hard one for me on my spiritual path because I was really doubting you know, and I learned how to discern what was my voice, what was my intuition. And, and then being on a spiritual path, you learn how to do that. And you will never doubt yourself again. And you will be able to direct yourself and have the life that you want, a full life that is filled with bliss. And finding your true nature, and I mean by that, it's what we call in the yoga tradition is sat shit and sat Sat means truth, absolute truth. Uh, it's omnipresent, omnipotent, ananda is bliss. So that's who we are. And you really experience that like um, with such an effervescence and exuberance of life and, and joy. And it's, it's phenomenal. And I want everyone to experience it and discover that within themselves. Beautiful. And lastly, as you know, we're the company Rise Up For You. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> that's, that's what comes up. You wake up. Rise up is wake up. Wake up through uh, your, your, true, your true ultimate nature, what we have been discussing. And it's not an intellectual thing, though. I will tell you, Nada. It's... it's it's quite something going through this journey because it's when you wake up, it's you you realize that you have everything inside of you and and it's tremendous. And it's at every level, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, spiritually, but also energetically. And that's what people, most people are not aware energetically. Everything in this universe is energy. We all made energy. So when you're yogini, yogini, you learn how to work with energy. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us today. How do we stay connected and how do we support you? Oh, so lovely. Well, through the social media, I mean, and for both of us each way. And I have a public figure page at um, on Facebook Vivian Nantel I'm on Instagram those are really my social media and the other one are just you know just there as a side but, and also you know if you had I don't know any opportunity to speak or any any yeah as you grow with your work because I'm all about raising consciousness and working with other people and so, I don't know, maybe opportunity to speak at some groups or co-create co at some point, definitely. Then thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's such an honor and it's so lovely. Thank you so much for having me. And many blessings to all of you. 
and come visit uh, my website avivianantel.com and my book is available uh, on amazon.com all around the world and Barnes and Noble as well. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.